If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Good evening, ladies and germs. And if you're listening to this uh, the subsequent morning, good morning. Welcome, sunshine. Uh, take a little sip here, wet the pipes up. Uh, hope you slept well or hope you have a good night's sleep upcoming. But before we get into all that stuff, we've got some fights to break down. We've got a bunch of stuff that's happened in the world that we're going to breeze through. Some of it we'll spend a little bit more time on than others, as you know. Um, let's see here. It's going to be a it's going to be a doozy of a show. Um, to, to be honest with you, uh, two weeks off was real nice. Was real nice. Tried not to leave you high and dry the entire time. Dropped a two-part episode that was not MMA-related. And as I said on that episode... There'll be more of those forthcoming. There will not be an episode. Uh, well, I don't want to say there's not going to be an episode um, next week. There might be one. There might be a. Uh, there. So my brother, my brother's coming into town. I'm trying to work out the logistics of this. My brother uh, is coming into town, and he's bringing his brood with him. And my office will be converted into a little kid nursery. So I might not have access to my recording stuff. So most likely not a live episode, maybe something pre-recorded. We shall see. We shall see, man. You know, I, I, I can't plan one day to the next, right? I mean, you can try. You can try, but, you know, God laughs at the plans of men, right? Isn't that what, isn't that the phrase? But, uh. Here we are. Here we are. Um, let's. Uh, oh, you said pay per view next week. Got to do it. Joint episode with soup. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna say. You know, Jake. It's one of the. It, here's one of those things. Right? Is that you ever have like a conversation with somebody and you're like, I know other people would find this funny, but I just don't know. If like, if I can share this with other people, right? I had this conversation with my brother today that had me cackling, but I don't know if it's a conversation I can share with other people. And it's not because of anything that was said, but it kind of is because of something that was said. So I feel like, I feel like if I omit certain details, I can, I'm going to, I can share this. So, um, now I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just, <laughs> I should probably text them ahead of time and ask like, Hey, you cool. If I tell this story <laughs> on a podcast, cause that's, re- uh, let's see here. Hold on. I'm, I'm texting them right now. This is bad radio. Um, but we'll see here. Uh, he's been he's been pretty quick on the reply, so we'll know we'll know real quick. But yeah, I mean, look, I I thought about screenshotting it and just sending it and just putting it on Twitter. But then I thought, well, that's that's more. I think that's more permanent than me just 
saying it here, right? Like you got to get in the weeds a little bit to find, find stuff <laughs> like that. But dude, um, and it's one of those, it is a story that transcends context. So it's not going to be a, you had to be there for it to be funny, but look, I spent the last two weeks I was on vacation. Um, it was, it was glorious. It was glorious, man. I spent, spent some time in the mountains, uh, and, and you know, grounded myself, got my feet back on the ground. Um, all right. He said, I don't care. Cool. So before we, we're not going to talk about the mountains. We're going to talk about this real quick. All right. So, uh, this will be, this will be a call and response style situation. I'm going to read him. I'm going to read some text messages that I got from my brother today. Uh, you guys will enjoy this. I'm sure. All right. So this is from him. This is from him. So I'm at sheets and I feel someone tugging on my shirt and I turn around and it's like this 25 year old girl with down syndrome. And she just starts talking to me. Obviously I'm being polite and I talk to her, but this is probably the longest I've ever had to wait for food at sheets. She's telling me about how she goes to this camp that's nearby where he lives. And I come, uh, and I should come visit her one night and stay. Then they call her number for her food. She yells, see you, babe, call me and walks and gets her food. <laughs> so I reply to him. I said, she must have mistaken you for one of their kind. You know, you got to ask like a Down syndrome guy. <laughs> now, those of you who don't know, my brother is caked up like custom jeans caked up. <laughs> so then he says, then there's these freaking Amish guys that are standing right beside me. They watched all 10 minutes of this interaction between me and her, and they were laughing hysterically. And I said, you at Sheets getting hit on by a girl with Down syndrome while the Amish stood by and watched and laughed has to be the most Pennsylvania thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Jake, does it get any more Pennsylvania? <laughs> Bro, that's peak Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> oh. So long story short, he's going on a camping trip, I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. So, I think he's buying I think he's buying a camping stove right now. mountain pies <laughs> oh my gosh bro oh dude that's funny that's funny all right i'm glad you let me share that <laughs> that story needed to be told that needed to be told but no i went camping or i was uh i was in the mountains the last two weeks it was nice a nice little vacation nice little break um felt good you know returned to nature got the feet put the feet on the uh on the motherland um you know, stuck my head under a waterfall. That's a real thing that happened. Um, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, yeah, it, we had, we had a lot of fun. So we're back at it now though, right? Fourth of July is right around the corner. Um, Jake's a big history buff, but as far as I'm concerned, um, history started in 1776, everything else before that was a lie. It was a lie, Jake. All right, let's get after it. Let's, uh, let's go over our first, our first best bet of the evening. I got five bets for you. I'll be playing all these this weekend. My first one, bury the lead here. Main event of the evening. I'm taking Sean Strickland over Abus. Uh, Abus Asupian Megamedov. Mega um, 
I got a bad line on Strickland, to be honest with you. There's a lot of people that got a lot better lines on him than I did. Uh, being out of pocket will do that to you. I got a bad line on him, but I'm still going to play him heavy anyway because Sean Strickland has shown himself to be steady and consistent no matter what. And if you're looking at Magomedov, he's got like less than five minutes of total fight time in the last four, three, four years. The dude doesn't like he doesn't have any, he got, he got, he's got no, he's got, uh, you know, he hasn't stretched the legs at all. You know what I mean? He, he's just, um, I mean, his most famous, I don't even call it famous. I mean, I guess what you're known for is your Mimi knockout whenever you got slept for the million bucks on PFL where he got he got Chris Weidman tapped on the top of his head like when Jacare punched Chris Weidman on his, on his forehead, right? He hit him a gladiator style, the Cuba Gooding Jr. gladiator, hit him on the forehead, and then he did the whole weird flop back. And he was eh, like he did the whole Johnny Walker thing. Um, that was the precursor to Johnny Walker. Uh yeah, well, yeah, Chris Wyman, then Johnny Walker, then or you had Absoup at Abus, then you had Chris Wyman, then you had it happen to Johnny Walker. That that forehead punch, that forehead punch knockout produces some funny knockouts, man. That turns the whole body weird. Um, it's not like a behind the ear one. Uh, that that forehead knockout does weird stuff to you. So yeah, I mean that's you know Lewis Taylor knocked him out real quick uh, for the million bucks on PFL, and that's pretty much all that guy's known for. Um, you know, I, I really, um, I don't really, I don't really have much to say. Now, uh, there's going to be some purists out there that are real upset about this, but like I said before, Sean Strickland, you know, he's like a weird idiot savant when it comes to fighting. Uh, you know, he just, he just got, he's got some dog in him. The chin is not great. If we're being completely, tra- you know, hundred percent honest, the ch- the chin is not great. It's not bad. It's just not great. Um, you know, but uh, I feel I feel confident in the Sean Strickland money line. I mean, he just he fights rounds that are, I mean, high volume, hard to score, uh, and we're going up against the guy in twenty five like for twenty five minutes. That Strickland's just going to drag him out. Strickland's not going to go out there and try to sleep this dude in the first two rounds. He's going to push him into round three, round four, and then turn up the volume on him. He literally is just going to. It, 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 this is this is going to be. He wants to see what this guy's got. He's going to stretch it, stretch it, stretch it. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'm all over Strickland in the spot. I mean, the smart money almost would be like a Neil Magny play Strickland by decision. But if you want to bet on a guy that's got five minutes of fight time in the last three or four years to go a full hard twenty five, I mean, be my guest. Uh, but. I, you know, this might be an ever elusive Sean Strickland finish. I have no idea. I, I'm just gonna take, I'm gonna take the money line. I like I, I've said before, I'm gonna try not to get too cute with some stuff. And you know, I could go Sean. You, you could try to get Sean Strickland props, but I'm just gonna give me the money line. Even with my bad line, I'm just going money line. Um, Shady's got a good call out here. Four five decision Strickland. Absolutely. If you can get a, if you can get a line on it, yeah, man, I love that. I love it. Because Sean Strickland is not one punch knocking out anybody. It's just not, at least not anytime soon. Um, let's see here. Is it me or does the UFC give Dagestani boys a little too much love? He beat Dustin Stoltzfus and has a top 10 fight. Um, 
I mean, there's definitely love for anybody named Nurmagomedov. There is a lot of love for the Dagestanis, um, but that 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 middle you got to understand, right? Um, middle that Middle East market is like the side chick that Dana White tries to convince they're going to get called up to the big league one day, right? That's 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 who the that's who the Middle East market is. So they have to do that to to keep the the Middle East guys and that money flowing in, right? The, the Fight Island, it we're we're on the cusp of, of Yaz Island. We're on where Abu Dhabi card is coming up, right? So you got to throw bones, uh, for, you know, every once in a while here, and and the Nurmagomedov boys, and you know, uh, any other, I don't want to say any of the Russians, but most of the Russian, most of your Eastern Bloc European, uh, and you know, your Dagestani guys, those are, those are going to be the, basically any of your Muslims, your Muslims, um, are going to get it right. Your Aloha snack bars. That's who's, that's who's getting that push. Uh, but I don't, I wouldn't, uh, I think this, I think this main event is mostly because, who else do you have Sean Strickland fight at this point? Right. He's, he's like forever bridesmaid at this point. He's shown himself to not be elite level to become a, uh, a champion, but he'll, he'll beat just about, you know, he's a threat to beat anybody in the top 10. He's a threat to beat anybody in the top 10. So we just have him keep clipping the wings of your contenders. No, you got like at a certain, at a certain point, you've got to, you know, it's not quite, a Robert Whitaker situation, but it's not, not that it's close. It's close. It's close. You're going to get, um, but anyway, all right. Uh, we got to talk about it, right? I mean, everybody's been talking about it. So we got to talk about it. This Titanic thing, this, this submarine, this Titanic submarine thing. Uh, bro, there's people out there saying that a, that a Megalodon ate this, that, that it was attacked by a Megalodon, uh, and the government doesn't want you to know. I'm you listen, I'm all about the conspiracies, right? We just spent, I, if you listen to my last two episodes, I talked about how unexplored the ocean is. Is it possible that a Megalodon's out there still? I don't, I listen, I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't, I don't believe that a Megalodon, I don't think a Megalodon ate that sub. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing that happened. I don't. Um, now, if it's anything like my betting record lately, uh, that that's a hundred percent surefire way to say that a Megalodon did eat that fish, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that's the case. Right. I don't think a Megalodon ate it. Uh, I, what, it seems reasonable to me to believe that a catastrophic failure occurred. Now, Jake, you and I know for a fact you and I have played the what if game many times, right? Many times. If you go into that, um, if you go into that scenario, right, where you're in this submersible, we're not supposed to call it a submarine, we're supposed to call it a submersible. You're in that submersible. Are you? Like, do you treat that the same way you do bungee jumping? Like, are you making, like, are you looking over the equipment before you go in? You know, like, are, are you, are you looking it over? Cause like, if I'm looking at that and this thing is in such poor disrepair, like they said, 
Um, I don't know if I'm going a couple thousand feet down, right? I don't know if I'm going a couple thousand feet down. Now, what what I love though is that the people that have liquid cash enough, right? Here I got 250 grand. We're gonna go see the Titanic. Bro, I've been to a museum. There is nothing, nothing on earth in a museum or in the ocean that you could pay that you could convince me is worth paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go see. Like, have you ever been to a bad fishing spot and you pull out like an old crab pot or something like that and it's all rusty and got the slime on it? You just paid a million, like a quarter of a million dollars in the instance of the guy and his son that died. You just paid a half a mil to go see like a rusty crab pot, right? Like, because the Titanic, here's what you don't understand, right? Is the Titanic, okay, the Titanic was the biggest ship at the time, but now it's like the size of some of the damn tugboats they got floating. Like it's not even that big. It's not even that big. Fun fact about the Titanic, Jake, uh, people listening, my, my people, my people came over from Hungary on the sister ship of the Titanic. Uh, was it the Olympia? True fact. True story. True story. I encourage anybody that, that does it. Um, that if you are, if you got that immigrant in you, right? If you got that immigrant that came over by boat, not that Im- immigrant that came over by foot, um, I encourage you to go to the Ellis Island website and uh, check it out. Type your people's name in. You can find where they sign the book and you can get the copy of the page from the book. From the book. Now, I don't. I can't speak on the southern border. I don't know how they do things down there, right? So, um, if you could, Jake says, if you could spend three three thousand and get the Apple virtual reality and just pretend you went to see it, that's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, Austin says they had they claimed that there was banging. Um, so many things could have produced banging in thirty minute interval. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Uh, just went a couple weeks ago to Ellis Island. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's there. I got the page. I got. I got the pages. I got it for my. Uh, I got it for my dad uh, for a Christmas gift a few years back. It's a good gift. Good gift. Christmas. Uh, get your Christmas knocked out early. Uh, get your immigrant pages for your people. There you go. Get that knocked out. Use promo code. Dale. No, I'm just kidding. I- <laughs> the podcast is sponsored by Ellis Island. Did your people come over by boat? <laughs> Did your grandmother show up with nothing but a babushka and a sack of potatoes? Get the inventory sheet from her potatoes, her one dresser drawer <laughs> full of clothes, <laughs> and your grandpa, who at the time was still breastfeeding. Go to ellisisland.org. Use promo code PUNCH. Save 15% off. We should definitely do that. I, we should reach out to them. We, sh- we should make that happen. That's a that's a thing that we could do. We could definitely make that happen. That should be one of the show sponsors. That would be great, dude. Ancestry.com. Dude, the, the people were all upset that BlackRock, BlackRock purchased Ancestry.com, I believe. 
um, or 23andMe, one of the two, or both. I think like 23andMe is owned by Ancestry and BlackRock. So now the largest corporation in the world has access to all your DNA. Um, good job. Good job, everybody. Although, although, I, uh, in my ignorance, my youthful ignorance, I did the 23andMe thing. Just, just you know, just to, you just want to make sure, right? You know. Uh, tie it all back into MMA. You don't. You don't know if you got that Mike Perry situation where you're like two thirds sub-Saharan African, and then he feels like he's got the he's got the pass because he got that. So one of the best MMA moments in all of all time is Mike Perry getting his twenty three and Me results back. <laughs> I love that guy. All right, um, good for him too, man. He le- leaves the UFC and just starts making buckets of cash bkfc was is built for a guy like him man just unbelievable if myrtle beach was a human being that's uh that's mike perry (laughs) i love mike perry all right second best bet of the evening producer jake is grant dawson versus demir ismagulov we're going grant dawson money line plus 125 demir ismagulov was retired for all intents and purposes was retired um wasn't really keen on staying around anyway frustrated with a loss retired uh in that frustration and then with one more fight left decides to come back one foot out the door people which we know are one foot out the door like he literally is coming back for this fight you got to wonder how hard he trained at all um grant dawson is he's a good fighter um at American Top Team now, he's away from the whole James Krause thing, which is nice, right? That's what you want to see. Distancing. Um, I, I'm on Grant Dawson here just because I cannot trust a guy who just truthfully, I, you don't know that his heart's in it anymore. You just, you have no, you have no idea. Uh, and I, I would assume um, with you talking about retirement, your heart is no longer, no longer in the game. So, uh, I'm on Grant Dawson here. I'm on him small money line just because I think he's a I think he's a good dog. I think he's I think we got a, some good dog action here. So we're on we're in we're on Grant Dawson. So, uh, dude, I would I I didn't I didn't type it all out. I knew I was going to talk about the Titanic thing, but I didn't type it all out. But dude, have you seen? Um, Oh, Shady says Dawson sub or bust. What? Dude, what about just a nice little mixed up pressure attack with, you know, the occasional takedown and some some ground and pound? No. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Um, fear that he's just going to get wrestled. See what you're saying about this man that was able to beat Garam, although that win was... I, listen, I need everybody to pump the brakes on Garam for a second. We need... We, let, let, let's get in the trust tree for a second about Garam Kutatataladze, if we can. Okay? We, 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 need, we need to have a talk. Because here's the thing about Garam, right? I know he's Boris's boy. I know everybody's real big on this dude based on, you know, uh, I mean, he comes in, he wins a split over Matouche, okay? And then he loses to Demir, whatever. 
we have had two fights sample size ufc caliber right to 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 basically gauge on what we feel about him the only other person that well i don't say the only other person but two other people that i know that he's beaten um that are you know that i hold anything are are joe chim tolfson and um what you call it? oliver Encamp. that's it I need everybody to pump the brakes talking about this dude is the second coming of everything. I understand he's I understand he's Georgian. I get it, right? Like Caucus Mountain Warriors. We ride or say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill die but everybody just needs to calm down for a second i mean we, it seems like anytime garam gets put up against anybody everybody's like garam but the house garam we just we we need more first so let's just i understand i get it we ride with our countrymen i understand but just small pump on a, on a Garam Kutataladze. Uh, we got to just chill. All right. Let's just, let's just all agree that we're going to relax a little bit on that. All right. Uh, says his defense is terrible. That's yeah, true. That's true. That's true. I, I mean, look, it, do I, do I, am I sitting here saying that Grant Dawson's the, like the popular play? No, man. I mean, everybody loves Demir, but uh, it's that, you know, it's that retirement, bro. It's that I can't get past that. I can't. I can't. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose an opportunity. I'm not. I'm not unloading. I'm not backing the the, the brinks up here. But you know, I'll, I'll I'll bet against a guy who says he's going to retire. Right. Listen. The only person I've ever seen say they're going to retire after their next fight, come out and fight, was um, a Sun Sal, and a Sun Sal should have won that fight. Keith Peterson robbed him. Keith Peterson cost him that fight. Sun Sal came out, announced it was his last fight, and won that fight. I, I, I will. Keith Peterson lost that fight for a Sun Sal. Sun Sal is the only person I can remember in the old Rolodex right off the rip that came out and said, This will be my retirement fight, and then fought like, like it as well. Didn't check out. Can't say that about Cowboy. I'm a cowboy, baby. That cowboy quit. Cowboy's a quitter. Everybody, oh, cowboy, one of the best. Cowboy quit. Cow, listen, you watch Cowboy's last six fights, that dude quit. Every time. Oh, I'm getting punched. I don't like it. Quit. Sorry. Just going to go ahead. And, we're calling spades. Spades here. Um, yeah. That good shoulder strike. <laughs> Dude, Connor knocks you out with a shoulder. Listen, I got a big old beak, right? I got the side profile. Look, I got a snoozer on me. If Connor hits me in the sho- hits me with a shoulder and nose and busts it, I understand that. I get it. It hurts. But my brother, you are a professional fighter. That no that nose has been broke before, right? The nose has been broke. I need you to persevere. You dude, bro, you you got you got finished. I mean, I understand the head kick kind of got blocked and went through. You got finished by shoulder strikes in front of your grandma. You got to fight hard in front of your grandma. They flew your grandma in. They flew her in. 
to watch you fight and you shoulder strikes shoulder strikes got my man that's it sick it's crazy um yeah yeah Oh, producer Jake, great point too. Yeah, when he blew his nose against Tony again, same thing. What a rookie move? The nose, man. He just—it's—it's. It's, some people got that little that little boop, you know, that little button that shuts him off. It turned into cowboy. It turned into his nose, right? And I've taken a boop or two. I've taken a boop. I got no daggone uh, Bilal Muhammad nose. Whew, the schnoz on that guy. Yikes. That dude can smell colors. Jake, I went to Bucky's. Wow. I went to a, I went to I went to Bucky's in Georgia. Now, those of you who don't I and I just I'll talk because I don't I don't know where everybody, you know, obviously I don't know your geographic locations. But oh, you got some Bucky's. Okay. All right. If you've never been to a Bucky's before, and I know this is, you know, this is the trendy thing to do, but listen to me. Bucky's is like, for those of you who don't know, it's a gas station. You can't call it a truck stop because they don't allow trucks, but it's like, it's like a, a Walmart and a boardwalk, like a, like a Walmart in Atlantic City and a truck stop had a three-way. That's a Bucky's. It's amazing. It's amazing. And they have good food. Bathrooms are super nice. They got their own merch everywhere. It's it's massive. It's it is the size of like a Target. They're huge. They're huge. Um so anyway, I, I you know, we came across one. I, I mean, you got you have to stop. Like you have to stop. If you see one, you got to stop. Um, so we stopped. We stopped at a Bucky's, and it was awesome. It lived up to the hype. Um, it's it was it was chaotic. Um, there was a million people in there. Like it is butthole to belly button because everybody knows it's great, and they're all doing the same thing. But like, I, and again, I don't know if it's just because I'm in the South, but like we went and like there was a dude in the middle, and he had he like had pulled out like a giant like pork shoulder like they had smoked pork shoulder and he's like in the middle of everybody you know and he's like he's got this big like rocking knife and he's like and he's like just cutting pork shoulder and there's people with like hot praline pecans and cinnamon dude they're just making all kind it was it was anarchy but um bucky's is where it's at bucky's is where it's at i will uh i'm a, I'm a big bucky's big, big bucky's guy now so, all right, producer Jake, give me best bet number three, please. Ariana Lipsky versus Melissa Gatto. And you ask yourself, Dale, why is this on here? This is not a best bet. This cannot be a best bet. Well, here's the thing. I, I put this fight on here because there's two things I want to talk about. I want to talk about women's science, right? Because we have two opportunities for women's science. Um, yes, I did get the, I did get Bucky's nuggets. Yes. Corn pop cereal turned into candy. Yes, I did get them. Um, or Bucky, are they Bucky's bites? Beaver nuts? Something like that. There's something, but they were good. Um, we have two women's science plays. We have Ariana Lipsky and we have Luana Carolina. 
both are women's science plays. Both will be played as small, small quarter unit, half unit plays as they always are. But the reason why I'm, I, I'm this fight is here, why we're talking about this as a best bet air quote here for you audio folks, um, is that I Ariana Lipsky, um, you know, the queen of violence, if you will. Um, I I like her in this spot if she can avoid the takedown, which I know is like a huge, but I feel like, I don't want to say she's gotten better, but I feel like the win over JJ Aldrich puts her kind of like in the same realm because uh, I feel like Aldrich and Gato, I would like, I, I would, I would rate them about the same. The only difference is, is Gato has the submission work that JJ did not or does not have. So this is why this is here: is if it stays standing, Lipsky can win this fight. If it goes to the ground, Gato should win by submission. So the reason why I'm saying this, the reason why I want to bring this up, is that you can get Lipsky. Uh, at crazy plus money, plus 195, some books. She's all over the place, right? But Gatto or Gatto, I'm not even sure how she says it. I should probably look that up. But um, Gatto by submission is plus 300. So I think that's her path to victory. I don't think she knocks out Ariana Lipsky. So I think we have an opportunity for two very decent plus money plays here, right? So you give yourself Lipsky money line. Um, at whatever you can get her at, plus 155 and up. Or you take Gato by sub at plus 300. I don't see Gato winning a decision. Just because Lipsky can be finished, she's 15 and 8, uh, she can be finished. Uh, we saw the, the knee bar finish, right? So, like, she can be finished. So, I... I I go Gato by sub plus 300. I got Lipsky money line plus 155 and above. Uh as a built-in hedge. The only thing we're looking for there is Melissa Gatto to not win by uh, TKO or decision, which I, I don't believe to be likely. Although if we get a weird uh, positional club TKO, I'm going to be very upset, but I'll, I'll roll, I'll roll the dice ever so, ever so slightly here. Um, so anyway, producer Jake, best bet number four, please. Renat Fakhradinov taking on Kevin Lee. Fakhradinov at a minus 210. Kevin Lee, look, man, I know he's the Motown phenom. I know the strength of schedule. I get it, right? Um, Double knee surgeries. To be honest, I, I, I look over the body of work that exists with Kevin Lee, right? And, and I know, I'm not saying that he hasn't done anything in the sport right. Obviously, my intro, he's kicking Gregor Gillespie to sleep, which to this day is my biggest loss betting in my entire life. Um, is that right? Um, beats Edson Barboza. He beats Gregor. Um, but everything in there is sandwiched with losses, and then he, he can't he can't get Diego Sanchez out of there in Eagle FC last year. And as somebody who's seen Diego recently, like seen Diego recently in person, I that's a fight that you should 
you should have finished him in. Right? You should have finished that. The fact that you didn't and the fact that Diego gave you all you could handle does not bode well you coming in here against this Chechen warlord who they're sending like a basset hound through the trenches of Ukraine to murder these dudes. Like that's that this 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 not good for you. This is not good for you. Fakradinov all day here. Um, unless he gets caught with some dumb stuff because he does have pillow hands. But dude, he can put a pace. He should put a pace on Kevin Lee and get him out of there. Um, you know, I'm I'm all over Fakradinov here. I just I Kevin Lee, Kevin Lee doesn't have it anymore i know he was and it could have he can be the greatest what if story he can be the sam Bowie of mma for all i care you can say he's the um you know the, the coulda woulda shoulda but it's not it it's not it renat fuck radinov they're not doing him any favors with this fight as a comeback fight right this is this is kevin lee and ali abdel uh, talking a big game to get him back in right we'll fight whoever Whoever you want me to fight, I'll fight him. Bring me, bring my man back in. And they're like, cool, we can't get anybody to fight Renat. All right, cool. That's who you get. Not doing him any favors. He's getting dog walked. Um, all right, last final best bet of the evening. Producer Jake, Max Griffin on versus Michael Morales. Inside the distance is it? Even money, baby. Even money. Even money. Uh, we know Max Griffin has knockout power. He, everybody, uh, you know, he can put you on, he can put you on your butt. He hits hard, right? He got that old man strength. You know how I know that? Do you know how I know that? Because uh, Max Griffin and I have the exact same birthday. We are the exact same age. The exact same age. We're Max Griffin and I were born on the same day. It's a real thing. We are the exact same age. Um, and I'm, bro, I got that old man strength. So I know Max Griffin got it. I'm just kidding. I, I, Max Griffin probably, is, is probably decidedly stronger than I am. However, um, you know what I mean? I, I do feel like, I feel like, like, I feel like I'm getting, I feel like I got stronger as I got older. Not as, I'm obviously not explosive. I've never been explosive in my entire life, but, uh, you know, you get sturdier. Maybe you just suffer better, right? Maybe you just suffer better as you get older. I mean, you're not stronger. You just suffer better than a young man does. But anyway, Michael Morales is a, um, you, you hear me use this analogy all the time. He's a, he's a sports car, baby. Um, he's a sports car. Uh, he is, he is sleek and mean and fast and shiny and deadly for a little bit. <laughs> Right for a little bit, uh, but if Max Griffin can go out there and you know put it on him, hit him, you know, uh, you know what this is like. You know what this fight reminds me of. This reminds me of Matt Brown versus Wonder Boy. Now, those of you that just started watching uh, MMA in the Conor McGregor era, you may not remember this fight, but Wonder Boy was the bee's knees for a minute. Right, uh, he was that dude, and they were like, "Well, we got to get him some rounds against a veteran." Right akin to like when they put Yair Rodriguez up against Frankie Edgar. And then Matt Brown proceeded to beat Wonder Boy like a grown man beating a sixth grader uh, for talking smack at a playground, uh, at, at a playground. He lit, I mean, he butchered Wonder Boy. 
Now, same Frank Yeager did the same thing against Yair Rodriguez. They said, look, we got this young, flashy, fancy, you know, little ninja. Uh, we're gonna put him up against this dog, this 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 grizzled veteran, and see how he see how he rolls. And uh, spoiler alert, did not work out well for the uh, for the young guns. Didn't work out well for him. Um, you know, it is what it is, right? So this is similar to that. This is similar to that. So uh, I I like this fight to end inside the distance because I I trust Max's power. But I also maybe want to lean into maybe that Morales is that guy that 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 the UFC thinks he is, that the community, the MMA community thinks he is. You never know. So I'll go inside the distance. I can get it at even money. We're going to go ahead and ride with that. Uh, cautionary tale here for all you aspiring MMA uh, content creators. As you all know, I tell the story every time, but it is a cautionary tale. Um, you never know who listens to your stuff, i.e. Max Griffin. Friend of the show has been on before. Um, but I, you know, he wasn't on one episode and we were talking about his fight and I said something now, I, th- again, I thought, I thought he only listened to my show whenever he was on. No, he listened even in the off weeks too. Uh, he did not like what I had to say, did not like what I had to say, um, and made that well known. So they listen, they listen and they also steal too. shout out Luke Thomas, you rat. Um, so <laughs> Luke Thomas is a rat, communist rat. Brian Campbell knows nothing. I'll just go ahead and say it. Clip that. Steal that bit. Steal that segment. It's called Who's a Rat? Who's a gray haired communist rat? Who's a six foot eight giant walking vagine rat? I know I'm talking about your your devil dogs here, Jake. I, I know that's your people, but listen, he's a rat. He's a thief. Anyway. Clip that, Luke. Those of you who don't know, Luke Thomas stole something I said verbatim. Him and him and Brian Campbell stole an interaction between me and former co-host Trey. They stole it verbatim and used it on Morning Combat. Facts. Facts. And then when I called them out on it, they talked about me again on their show and made fun of me said, why would we copy such a low-level show? Who's this guy that thinks that we're copying him? So you just admitted from that that you knew I was talking about you when I caught you verbatim, bro. Like you told on yourself, you clown. You're so dumb. Like how did you know I said something about you copying me verbatim unless you listened to me again? Clown. So... Which is why I tell you guys all the time, I don't you try not to listen to anybody else's stuff before you record or you make content because you will inevitably end up regurgitating a talk point that was not yours. Stay off of it. Content creators, stay off of other people's content until you make your own. So that way you are not recycling other people's stuff. Don't do that. And then if you do, just give credit. Like if he would have been like, if they would have been, um, if they literally would have just been like, look, man, I heard this thing the other day, hilarious. And then repeated it, no problem. You didn't have to give me credit for it. Just say, I heard this. But you, dude, literally, I'm 
Jake, you remember this, right? They literally, I wish I could find this shit. They play it. Actually, I might have it still. Stand by. Bad radio. Second time tonight. I apologize. Bad radio. Let me see if I have this still. I just, it makes me so mad. I can't. If I could, look, I'm so, I'm so mad. I can't even type on my phone. Other thing, now that I'm thinking about it, dude, we didn't use the, um, I should have used the Nicholas Dalby. Um, should use the the Nicholas Dalby skit from last time, and I did not, because you know. Let me see if I can find this real quick. We're all over this. Um, I wonder. I got this made somewhere, I believe. Where these dudes copied, just copied. Hold on. Let me see if this is it. No, that's oh, that's Max Griffin being mad. Let's wait a second. <laughs> we can't do that one. So well, bear with me. It was bad radio for a second. Let's see if we can find this. That's nope. That's not it. Ah oh, man, this is bad radio. I apologize. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, producer Jake? You, if you had this stuff queued up, it would make life a lot easier. You know that, right? But you don't. Well, I mean, you're supposed to know this, man. You're supposed to anticipate my moves ahead of time. Right, I need you to anticipate everything I'm going to say and do. Let's see here, because we were talking about Cain Velasquez is what happened. That's that's what brought the whole thing up was Cain Velasquez, right? And I had talked about Cain Velasquez uh, being caught for for murder or you know attempted attempted homicide or whatever the case may be, and then these these rat pricks went ahead and copied it verbatim, word for word, which just frustrated me to no end, and um, I just didn't. I didn't particularly care for that. Um, so I'm going to look for this for 10 more seconds and then I'm done. I'm done. I promise. I should have, I should have known this. I didn't realize how many memes I've made, dude. There's so many of these. All right. I don't have it. doesn't matter. They copied it verbatim. It's bad radio. I apologize. I'll cue it up next. If I get it, I'll, I'll put it on something else. I know I've got it somewhere anyway. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Producer Jake, five best bets of the evening. Sean Strickland, money line. Uh, Grant Dawson, money line. Ariana Lipsky, money line. Or Melissa Gatto by sub. Renat Fokradinov, money line. And Michael Morales and Max Griffin inside the distance. Yet to be seen what we're going to do for an episode next week. I will give you guys some more content between now and then. We do have a pay-per-view coming up. So you're right. We do have to do something. Until then, uh, I ask two things of you. If you haven't already done so, please consider leaving a review for the show. Three things. I'm going to ask you three things. iTunes, leave a review. Um, Somehow, the human meme, Clint, has more iTunes reviews than me, which doesn't make any sense. Um. I don't, I don't understand how that happened. Um, I was ahead for a long time and now all of a sudden he's got more and my fragile ego can't handle it. So please leave me an iTunes review. Um, am I making the trip for Boston for two, 292? I got a ticket waiting for you. Now, wait a second here. If you're talking like, are you just going to buy the ticket and I got to Venmo you for it when I get there? <laughs> Are you tricking me? Is this the old bait and bait and switch? And also, I mean, I got to make sure you're not a fed too, man. They, they keep trying to get me. They keep trying to get me, bro. You guys don't know this, but I had a guy try to sell me some illegal firearms. And I, I was like, yo, my man, I can't do that. I can't do that. 
Um, he said on the house. All right, man, we'll talk. We'll talk, man. I got, I got to see. Wait, when is it? That's in August, right? Is that in August? That's like, I, I, I think I have a, I'm not trying to put my business out there on the internet, but I, I think I got something going on that weekend. No joke. Like in a hundred percent serious. I believe I got something going on that weekend. Austin said, I had an ATF on my porch in 2018. Atta boy. How are you doing something? You get the alphabet boys to show up. You tell them stack up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> got the Roomba playing Credence as they come in. <laughs> Stanner, it's a Tannerite on the Roomba. <laughs> 819, he says. Um, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk, Boston. We'll talk. Um Shoot me an email, dude. Shoot me an email because I don't think you're on. I don't think we talk on Twitter. Shoot me an email, and we'll uh, we'll connect. We'll connect IRL. Um. Anyway, should have brought out my dog. Would have fit the mood. There we go. Now everybody knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, that would have been your dog. Past tense. Had you brought that dog out. Um. All right. I ask three things. If you haven't done so, consider leaving an iTunes review, uh, or if you're a Spotify person, leave one on Spotify. Number two, I ask most humbly um, that you just consider some of the things we talk about on the show as far as um, self-preparedness, self-evaluation, and self-accountability. And then last but not least, I ask this of you. Just be good to each other. All right? We will see everybody next week. God bless you. Adios.